Business owners, do you want an unfair advantage over your competitors? Do you want to dominate in your area of expertise? You are listening to Business Life Hacks. Learn to influence consumer psychology and shortcut your way to business success with tips, tricks, and hacks from award-winning digital agency, J Marketing. Welcome to Business Life Hacks. This is a very short episode where we're talking about actual client work. And I've got Nicola, who, of course, we call Nick or Nico, uh, with me from our team. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Yeah, I'm great. He's a little bit nervous about joining us today <laughs> because he's usually on the other side of the design yeah. uh, side of things. But we were talking about a particular client. What's the name of the client? It's our new client, Bespoke Bathrooms. Yep, that's right. He's a small guy in Australia, in, in Canberra, which is a small, it's actually the capital of Australia, but it's a small place. And this client we're doing just a very small amount of work for to not only increase his advertising, but help customers to feel trust because he really does generate, do a great job renovating bathrooms and kitchens and extensions. But for consumers, what's most important is they're all kind of generic. Can I trust him? So what were we talking about specifically um, when we decided to record this, Nick? Yeah, we realized they do great work, but they don't present it in a good way. So they don't have any social networks, which is, it's a must when you want to show your work. We just realized the website isn't enough. So even... They had the website, but it wasn't even designed in a good way. It was chaotic. And if, if the user wanted to see something maybe a bit more clear, maybe he would jump to the social networks, but they didn't even have a social network account. So we realized that we need to make like a bit more work for our editor. So in the end, we decided we need to, to create good website, social network channels so we can build trust because they're doing great work. They just don't show it in a good way. So it's, it's, it's a pity. You cannot have a lot more clients and customers in that way. They're going to choose another one, another competitor, because they can show, they can see actual work. They can see a story they record before and after a lot of proof of their good work. And here you just land on a website and you get lost and that's it. That is exactly right. It's a really good summary. And it's something that this is what I thought you and I could have a conversation about today. Really, really simple stuff. But I used to, when I was teaching at Monash University, I used to joke with a lot of the, what they would have been third or fourth year marketing students that once you graduate, you're going to go to a company and that company is going to say, here you go, young person, run our social media. And it turned out to be true. It was Nostradamus. The reason being, and it's really interesting, these companies just didn't understand how people use social media. So when you are going to buy, I don't know, I'm trying to think of maybe a service-based thing like a haircut or a, in this case, a new bathroom. Why do you use social media? How do you use social media to research? Well, I sometimes search it on the social media. I sometimes Google it, but Google usually takes me to their social media account because my cycle is not going to end on their website. It's going to 
for sure make me wonder if they have some other images, videos and other stuff that I can see. So yeah, in the end, I usually end up on their Instagram page. So yeah, when I when you do the design work, it's a bit different. I like to see the design. So now it builds more trust for me when I see they spend some money or time on a good design if, if they're but if you just consider me as a like a regular user, I like to see their work. I actually like to see if their if their last post was three years ago. I'm like it, it's this is not good. Yep. At least for me, when I'm choosing, I said they, they don't post like they didn't post for a few years. Maybe they don't work. Maybe they don't care. So that's what makes me decide. So if you have two choices or three. I'm for sure going to see maybe some good comments, reviews, likes, engagement. So that's going to make me decide because I don't know these people. I need some proof that's going to make me. I actually had in my life last year or two years ago, a lot of renovations. Oh, yeah. So Instagram made me decide. I saw a guy and it, it was so basic and he's like, uh, amateur he's like just every day he does the work and posts 10 images of a closet 20 images of kitchen so then you can just slide see from every angle one video it's the guy who is working he's taking pictures it's not on a professional level but it it made me realize okay he did a lot of amazing stuff and then a year ago, I saw my closet and his Instagram, my kitchen, and that other stuff. So it actually helped me. And he's doing it alone. It's not, he's not even planning it. I know if you plan better and do a lot more, it's going to have better results. But while you are still at that place and while you're still there, you can just take a few photos, post, write yeah. something, answer. And then people usually like to communicate over Instagram, not everybody's going to shoot you an email from a website. Somebody just likes to send the message to ask something. Yeah, it's time consuming, but I don't know. It can't hurt you to have social accounts, at least Instagram or whatever. It's easier. Well, it can't hurt you if you use it, right? I think what we can get into now is actually the science of trust. And this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Is like you said, you were, it's such a great example. You are watching this not, not professional, this amateur guy who's made loves closets and he takes 10 photos of his closets and it's grissy and it's not really polished. That's how humans work. We work on trust and enthusiasm and, and seeing that people actually care. I read a statistic once that 90% of purchase decisions involve some form of emotion and that if we didn't use emotion in our decision making we couldn't make any decisions it would be physically impossible for us so what was the this is a tough one but what was the emotion that you felt when you were seeing this instagram before you worked with them when you saw before, the cupboards he was making yeah i was uh, diving deep so i wanted to know when did he start so a lot of things, because it's important, you're going to ruin your whole kitchen. What you do if you don't like it? Are you going to ruin your whole apartment? So it's pretty big decision for you to make. So 
maybe 10 or 20 minutes more of researching, checking on Google, on Instagram. But my emotion was like, yeah, I, I wasn't sure. And then I was checking a lot of the other stuff. And then I just saw a few images I liked. And then I was like, okay, I can see this in my apartment. I can see this, this, and this. Okay, so yeah, that, that was pretty much it. But I needed to find something that's going to be like, wow, that's the style I like. That's something I, it, it's good quality. But at first, I wasn't sure. And then I needed like a bit more time. And then I realized that that's going to be good for me. You have, without knowing it, you've given us just an absolutely perfect example there. Yeah. So there, <laughs> there's a few directions I want to go in. There are nine frictions that customers go through when they're making a big purchase decision. They actually make it when they go through a small purchase decision as well, but they tend not to think about the small ones too much. A stick of gum is just a stick of gum. But a couple of them, can this person deliver on time what they say they're going to? So you said when you tear out your kitchen, what if they take forever? I won't have a kitchen. So you need to know exactly how long it's going to take. And you don't get that from asking someone. You get that from seeing the story of someone else with a kitchen like yours. Do you remember another client of ours? You might have even done the design called Zircon Interiors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Do you know what the number one part of their website that's viewed is? It's the examples of their work. They do business yeah. fit outs. Mm-hmm. And people just go straight down to the business fit outs. And just like you said, they look for a design style like what they want, like, you know, what they're attracted to. Why do they do that? It's really simple. It's trust. When I see text, it's not an evidence. But when you see a real work and then you see a review, that means a lot more than a few words. Like if you have fancy headline that says something, but it really can mean nothing. So, yeah, images prove a lot. They do. Mm-hmm. And likewise, if I went to a bakery and I had a really tasty piece of cake, it's pretty safe to say that if I order a cake, another one of the exact same cake, it's going to taste exactly as delicious. Well, if I see they've done an office fit out for a company like mine with similar sort of floor style and it's I want the same sort of style, it's pretty safe to say they'll be able to do it again. The risk profile has decreased exponentially for me. And this is the other reason that you see, if you come somewhere like here in Mexico and you walk down the street, you'll see vendors using the same sales line over and over again. Five people in a row will go, free tequila, free tequila. (laughs) Almost free. Uh, second best store in in the street, like all these funny lines, but they're exactly the same. And the reason is humans just copy each other. We do what we feel is safe rather than what is potentially better. Here's another question for you, the difference between social media and the website. Have you ever seen a website where the images they presented weren't their absolute best ones? On the website? Yeah, the website's always the polished, website, right? It's always the yeah, best yeah, version of everything. Yeah, it is, but sometimes uh, Instagram is uh, more up-to-date. You know, website you, you do, it can be great, but maybe you don't change your imagery for like one year, two years. A lot of businesses don't, don't pay attention on it. So Instagram sometimes can be a bit, a bit more realistic and up-to-date. So yeah, on website you show just 
what's the best. You can Realistic was exactly the right word. And that's that's how I feel as well. Is I'd prefer to see 10 versions of something that's 8 out of 10. When I see something 10 out of 10 and I see lovely manicured words, oh, no, we would we always look after everybody. It's kind of yeah. meaningless. Our brain is trained to filter that out. And so really good marketers are thinking about what can I do that adds authenticity to the claim and particularly, like you said, brings in external people so that we go, wow, oh, this guy looks like a regular plumber from around the corner and he used them and he said nice things. Oh, yeah, I can trust that. So if we summarise all of that, what is the role of social media for particularly a service-led business? It's not about the pretty pictures and it's not about spending thousands of dollars on getting some agency to manicure it. It's about providing an authentic view into the work that you do and being that second reference point that people can marry up to and get all of the answers to their questions just by looking at the projects and the work that's been done. So where to from from here for Bespoke Bathroom, do you think? First, we're going to polish their website services page and then we're going to advise them what's going to be the best for them. And that's having social media account. I, I think it's a must. When you see their competitors, I mean, maybe they don't want more work, but if they want more work, and it's long-term decision, like it's not going to cost them much, but if they want to build their business in the next couple of years, it's going to be pretty important for them. So yeah, yeah post your work, post some stories before and after people are going to follow you. It's, it's not just you showing work. It's going to be easier for someone to just share image for inspiration, maybe for, let me show my friends. I, I I've seen something cool. Maybe it's going to be quicker for you to recommend something. It's not just about having an Instagram and posting. It's just like a lot of benefits from it. You never know, but, uh, for sure, I would advise them to have social profiles and uh, their website's going to look a lot better now. And with SEO and social networks, they're going to have to have a lot more work in the future. <laughs> they're going right. to start building their brand. That, yeah, we're going to give people more confidence and to choose them over the competition. Yeah. And with social media, we're going to make it easy for them, give them some rules on how to post so they don't feel that friction behind it. Oh, I've got to make it perfect. Oh, I'm not very good at spelling. No one cares. <laughs> they just want to see your authentic self. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much. This is, we want to do more of this gritty real conversation. So that was an awesome episode. Thank you for joining us, Nico. You're welcome. This was my first podcast, but. Let's say it's not going to be our last podcast together. Damn straight. You've been listening to Business Life Hacks. Make sure you subscribe. Tune in next week. We're going to be doing a lot more of this sort of cold face reporting and discussion. See you soon.